Hello everyone, this is Pastor Sid coming to you from my home on this Trinity Sunday, the Triune God Sunday, first Sunday after Pentecost. God who loves us and cares for us so much that he sent his son Jesus Christ into the world, that God came down, we believe as Christians, in flesh, taught us how to live, died for our sins, rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, and sent his presence to be with us. I have a lot on my mind. This is the third time I've attempted this sermon, and it has been nearly 50 minutes, and I'm trying to cut it down, and I know that um, you won't be with me that, uh, that long. I just got so much on my mind. But let me just try to break it down this this third last time that, so I could submit it. But this is it. God is God. God is God. And we as Christians believe in one God. And that's the perspective and uh, where I'm coming from. Uh, not everyone would see it that way, even within my framework. But God is one, and may we be one. Jesus prayed the high priestly prayer that we would be one. We say the Lord's Prayer is the one that we say at the close of every prayer, but the Lord's Prayer was actually to his Father that we be one, that we be one. We can argue over history, we can argue over fault, we can argue over this and over that, but right now we must become one. And we as Christians should be leading the way and we should be with our hearts bowed before God and asking God to make us be like Peter and Paul. I'm going to read just a quick scripture to you. And I'm going to read Paul's words from 2 Corinthians. Finally, brothers and sisters, farewell. Put things in order. Listen to my appeal. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Or fist bump if you got to. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. St. Matthew's Gospel. Jesus was going away and he said all authority was given to him and he told us to go to all the world and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our baptism tells us that it's a covenant with us and God and we should seek to live in peace with all persons and to make disciples and to uh, fight against evil in any way that it, it shows itself and to love God and love neighbor. The psalmist said that God, in Psalm 8, that, that God is our sovereign and he was mindful of us as mortals. Think about that. God, if God is God, then God mindful of us and all these things that we say that God has done. And then we just don't want to love each other. But Jesus said, 
a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Love God first with all your heart, your soul, and your mind, and all that you've got, and love your neighbor as yourself. And thus you fulfill all the law. We haven't learned that through history. We haven't learned that through any generation. We've, we've had the good, the bad, the ugly on every continent of this planet. And in this world right now and in this time right now, we see too much division. We see people's lives being taken. We see oppression. We've all owned oppression. We've experienced oppression. We have a little piece of it. We have oppressed and been oppressed. But what we need to, right now in the United States of America, which I'm proud to be an American and grateful to be a Christian and know that I'm a big sinner. But I want to think just like Peter and Paul when they disagreed, Peter saw this vision of this great sheet coming down and it had all of these things that were considered, you know, unclean by the Judaizers, those who wanted Christians to to take up all the customs and uh, that, that wanted uh, uh, Gentiles who were converted to Christianity to, to take. And then Peter said, no, that can't happen. They argued. But then God showed him that, that in that great big sheet that God was wanting us to be one. God was wanting us to be one. Make us fishers of all kinds of fish. There's a lot of talk right now about race, prejudice, discrimination, injustice. God doesn't want us to think of anyone of any race any differently than our own. And we got all got histories and we all got things that we you know, revere and all of that. Our founder, Mr. Wesley, said, do no harm, do good, love God, take care of the ordinances of God. You read some of his writings, he wasn't too happy with us as Americans wanting to be uh, separated from the crown, but it, we did it anyway. We could, you know, we... You know, we, we're here in this land. We've done a lot of bad things to each other. Um, and you can go through the whole scope of things. But what I want us to focus on, where we are now, how do we reconcile each other, all races, and particularly to our black brothers and sisters? I'm grateful that I have a church that's... Um, multicultural, multiracial, and it's got conservatives and liberals and all of those groups. So we work through it. And we do a lot with that little group. But we all need to see that sheet coming down and say, hey, just like Peter, we're all one. God says there's nothing unclean. There's nothing, you know, anything better than the other. 
anything superior to the other, that we're all on equal footing at the foot of the cross. Someone asked me what I thought about Black Lives Matter. Well, this is how simple, because people always say, well, all lives matter. Of course they do. But all lives will not matter until black lives truly matter to us all. We have to think about that and deal with that as a people, as a church, as a country, with our any kind of racism, any kind, any kind of prejudice. All lives won't matter until... Uh, all classes matter, and to all uh, uh, the LGBTQ people matter, to all. But right now, we've got to realize that unless black lives matter, then all lives are not mattering, and in any other group for that matter. But this is our focus right now. This is the season in which we're in that we've got to decide, are we going to be one in the spirit, one in love, one in harmony, one in peace with all of our brothers and sisters? Are we going to show love? Are we going to reconcile with each other? That's up to you and God, and you've got to make that decision and that choice. My sermon went long twice before, so I'm not going to get off on any tangents, but just to make a long story short, we all are sinners. No matter what you look like, who, how good you think you are, or how superior you think you are, or how whatever, we're all sinners. And in God's eyes, we're all the same. And he wants us to be one. Get things in order, Paul said. Live in peace with each other. Three things abide. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Not erotic love, that's good. Helping love, that's good. Brotherly love, that's good. But the greatest, the word he used there, agape, God's love, which encompasses all of those. And if we've got the love of God in us, then we have a responsibility to let that love show and put it into action. May God help us all to love one another, to examine our hearts, to be broken before God, and to seek if there's, it's a song we used to sing, search me, O God, and see if there's any wicked way in me. Let us all search our hearts, all of us, and see if there's any wicked way, anything that is between us and our Savior and our brothers and sisters in this world, our fellow human beings, whether they think like we do, look like we do, believe like we do, whatever, we still are called to love 
one another, and we should be taking the lead and should have all along that there not be any divisions, any partitions in our church that divide people based on anything. And we should be working for justice and evil, to work against evil in this world in whatever way it shows itself. And racism is a great evil. So, oh God, help us. Help us to be the people that you would have us to be. Join with me as we proclaim our faith in the historic confession of our Christian faith, the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day rose from the dead and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence you shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and forever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh God, make us one. Make us one as you are one. As Jesus prayed, O oh God, make all of us one. Our creator, our redeemer, our sustainer, our parent, the God of all ages who was mindful of us that, so much that he sent his son into the world. Forgive us our sins. Heal those that are sick, those that are on our prayer list, those that are close to us. And Lord, day by day, help us to realize that we're all your children and you call us to walk with each other in perfect harmony. And that's not an easy order to feel, but God, I know through your spirit that you're working on us all. Break down the walls that divide us by race, by class, by faith, religions, political views, all of those things we can have. But God, we can agree and we can disagree, but we can still love each other and we can still seek to be one and be one because we ask it the name of the one who prayed that prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Think about that. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive our sins. Forgive our debts. Forgive as we forgive those who trespass against us, who sin against us, and who are indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, any shape, form, or fashion. That evil one that would cause us to not have love in our hearts. And to think it's okay. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. 
Thank you for listening today. I hope these are words of encouragement. We thank you for our little church, Faith United Methodist Church up on the hill, that building. We're out of the walls. We're still the church. All the church is the church. And let the church be the church. Let the people rejoice. Let us be one in hope and faith and love. One in the spirit. You see on the screen, we thank you for sending your offerings. And I know times are tough for uh, folks, but we do need to keep our uh, bills paid. And we pray that you would help as much as you possibly can. Pray that you would enjoy the music of Gail Ayers, wonderful accompanist, and that uh, as we sing on this Trinity Sunday, I, I, I hope somewhere I'm hearing, holy, 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 God Almighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity, that although there's a darkness that hides our eyes, may it be removed. And we see nothing but the glory of God and the beauty of his earth and the wonder of his creation and the preciousness of every human being on this earth and share that love that would draw all to him. As you go from this place, may the love of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the communion and favor of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen.